This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go. Wednesday podcast. We come from, from Studio D in the WFAN uh, newsroom, basically. Uh, Boomer and Craig. Well, they've left, but they haven't left. Boomer is actually shooting some sort of video with 73 people on the crew, which is interesting to watch as I do my 1010 wins news reports from about 20 feet away from everybody's yapping and they won't shut up. But that's okay. That's fine. So instead, me and Al are in this nice, quiet studio to do a podcast for you. They were just doing a podcast in here, Jerry, for uh, NYCFC. Oh, that's what that was? Yes. They do a podcast. soccer at Yankee Stadium. I wish there were more podcasts. I said it yesterday. It is unbelievable how many podcasts are Lots out there. Lots of podcasts, now. Jerry. I don't know who's listening to it. You know, yesterday we spent a lot of time talking about the book by Jeff Schwartz and his brother. Which I did start, by the way. Saying who's reading all of these books. Who's listening to all these podcasts? I don't know. I just hope they're listening to ours. This is really the only one you should have tuned in. Well, you just killed your own podcast. Oh. You have two, as you I do have two podcasts. like to tell us about. Good point. Good point, Jerry. Yeah. Um, so today, Eddie Scazzeri was out. And we got an email from him last night that said he had a, a bacterial infection. Yep. To which I immediately Googled to see if it was catchy or not. Yes, you spent a lot of time with Eddie in and, a very confined space. And strangely, when I Googled bacterial infection, toxic shock syndrome kept popping up. Yeesh. Now, that's like a weird thing that women get from uh, tampons. Okay. Which is very strange. I don't fully grasp it, but I know women can get that from tampons. Was not aware of that. All right. My guess was Eddie didn't get his from a tampon, so I wasn't really sure what he had. But well, yesterday, with the vagina. <laughs> yesterday when he came into work, Jerry, he um, asked me to touch his stomach. Now this was through his T-shirt. Yeah. He said, "Feel this side of my body," which I did. Felt normal. A little chubbier, but normal. Then he said, feel this side, the other side of his body, which was emanating heat Yep, from a rash. Yep. And then he walked out of the room, to which I immediately grabbed the Purell and dipped my hands in it mm-hmm. for fear that I don't want to Now, you're this. okay right now. I did. Yeah. Here's the other thing I did yesterday when he was here working, not feeling well. <laughs> Eddie Eddie brings milk in every day mm-hmm. in, a, in a Tupperware container, a small thing of milk. And uh, he's nice enough to twice a day, once or twice a day, give me a little squirt of that milk into my coffee. Yesterday, I took it black because I was like, mm, I don't blame if he you. was touching this thing. I wouldn't touch it. Yeah. And here's the problem I have with Eddie, right? And I'll, oh, I'm right. going to say this because while the first thing you did was see the email, you started Googling what he has to see yes. if you were going to get it. Exactly. I started typing a response to his email and it was very snarky. 
And it was everything I've said to his face and on the air, by the way. So nothing I'm speaking. You weren't hiding anything. But uh, you were no, not at all. It was basically you're a moron. And if you would have gone to the doctor three weeks ago, maybe have taken a day off, you would not be in the hospital right now. Because he had some line in the in the email. Oh, the only way I'd ever miss a day is if I was in the ER or the morgue. Great, that's a great ba- that's a great badge of honor. You dope. I love you, but stupid. Anyhow, if he would have taken care of himself. Maybe he wouldn't miss the rest of the week. How about right. that? Fair enough? Fair enough, Jerry. That's my problem. But I did not send the reply in fear. If something goes wrong and this turns out to be a really big deal, I don't want to be the tool. that That's the one unread email that gets uh, exposed later. I fear I'll wait till he's in the clear, then I'm sending it. Agree. You can't do that, especially in a work email situation. Now, I always wonder this, well, though. Would he, would he sends them to us? Yeah, but here's the thing. Uh, uh, the sick thing is always interesting because if you show up to work sick, everyone's furious that you're going to get them sick. You got it. And if you call out sick, there's a segment of the work population that thinks you're no, a no, puss no, for no, calling no, out no, no, sick. No. no segment. It's Eddie. I kind of feel that way as well. Like I'd I don't. Like, hmm, kind of wussy. I don't. And I'll tell you why I don't. Because I've come in here many a time. Did you ever? Is this a new uh, feeling or have you always felt this way? Uh, I've always felt this okay. way. I've always thought it depends on how sick you are. If you have a cold and you got to come to work, you go to work. Well, I mean, I understand. Because a cold can last 10 days. You don't want to take can. off 10 days. Correct. But for what we do, or what I do, because, I mean, the bulk of what I do is literally, A, waking up in the middle of the night, which is never healthy when you're sick. I mean, let's be honest. If you don't get a normal night's sleep and you're sick, you're not getting better, and all you're doing is delaying the health. Okay? Yes. You're, we agree with that, right? Agreed, with our hours. Yes. The other part of what I do is what I'm doing right now. We talk for a living. If you can't have a clear thought because your head is a mess, if your throat's killing you and you sound like crap and you're hocking up phlegm, honestly, what is the point? You, I mean, explain it to me because I'd love to know. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with you there. There is no point. But the, the only problem that I think about you should come into work is because most of these sicknesses take takes a while to get over. So if you're going to call out it, sick today with flu-like or cold symptoms, tomorrow you're out, well, the next day you're out. Here's the difference, though. Usually you call out sick the first day, you get your rest, you go to the doctor, you get on your medicine. Then after that, get back in. That's fine. It'll work itself out as long as you got the medicine running through you and you get some rest. When you just keep logging and, and slopping through and waking up in the middle of the night... It literally can take you an extra week to get better. I also feel like, mentally, I feel like, well, I keep myself in better physical shape, so maybe I will be able to fight off this, whatever illnesses are people have around here. Yeah. You also don't have any kids. I mean, I also don't have any kids. Which helps. But then I think sometimes when I hear like, oh, Eric Decker is out of practice today with the flu. In my head, I'm like, isn't... Shouldn't Eric Decker's body be able to fight off the flu? No, because no matter how much muscle you have, it has nothing to do with your immune system. Really? It does. You know that. I honestly don't know that. Now, I do think there are certain foods you can eat that do help. Like to battle the flu? Everybody says you eat, if you can eat a pint of blueberries every day, I mean, you're going to be in great shape. Now, it seems a little bit weird to eat that many blueberries, but it could help. But if you have kids running around, it really, everything's off the table. 
Eddie did mention in his uh, email to us last night that he had this uh, same thing previously two weeks ago and cured it with uh, chicken no, soup. No. He said the doctor couldn't believe that it that uh, he couldn't believe that it didn't the chicken soup didn't work. That's my point. Oh, I see. Al, he could have taken a day off, gone to the doctor, got some rest, would have missed one day, and that would have been it. And there would have been no trips to the emergency room. There would not be, hey, guys, guess what? I'm out the rest of the week. Because he was stupid, he cost himself more time, more agony. It's strange that I had picked this uh, story today, Jerry. Are you getting sick? I don't New think... study. Oh. Paying people to stay home when they're sick results in fewer people getting sick. I don't even know what that means. They're saying that companies should allow paid sick days. Because when people use their paid sick days, less people get sick at work, exactly what you're saying. The fact that most a lot of people go to work sick because their company doesn't give them paid sick days. Oh, I so see. So they go to work sick. So they're saying if you want a healthier company and employees, you offer sick days, which our company does. Yeah, they do. Quite a bit, quite a bit of sick days, I believe. I don't even know what I... How many sick days would you say you've used um, in the 10 years you're here? I have not used any. You haven't used any. No. Now, sick days. in fairness, you and Eddie do have the ability to leave here at correct at ten a.m., which I've done on a number can, of occasions. You can come in a little later and get the hell out of here earlier, where you can work a five-hour shift. Whereas many of us, like I can't, I am stuck here from four a.m. to noon, eleven eleven forty. Updates. If I don't feel well, there I can't go anywhere. Right. You got an Eddie ten o three was out the door yesterday. You know, and he's done that many times. I think I've only used, in all my years here, which is 19 now, I think I've only used three sick days in 19 years, which I think is pretty good. There are other people here who use uh, many sick days. And a lot of paternity days. Like the afternoon producers. Uh, they do, yeah. There's a, by the way, there's a lot of people that take a lot of sick time. Yes. And listen, you got it. If you're sick, I, I honestly don't have a problem with it. I think the problem I would run into is when it becomes habitual. I think there's a fear for some people taking sick days, no matter what business you work in. This one maybe in particular is your fear that, hmm, if I take a number of sick days when I'm actually sick, what if someone else comes in and does a better job? Well, Do you always... have a fear of that? Like, uh, let's say you're think... sick and a, a, nun, a young, spunky, young update guy comes in and crushes it. You want to know what I honestly think? I don't in that essence, only because I think... Are there better uh, anchors than me? A hundred. Uh, many of them, yes. I think I fit well in there, though, because I understand them a little bit at this point. The thing I would fear, and I've always, and I've said this a million times, I'll say it a million more. When Craig and Boomer have had enough of me, just tell me, give me three, four weeks' notice, I will happily walk away, okay? But I want to be fired so I get my compensation. Got it. Um, but I'd like just a little bit of a heads up, and I won't trash anybody. I'm not going to spray paint the studio at 3 a.m. when nobody's looking. I'll leave. That's all good. The one thing that that would I would fear would be uh, if the stay if the show wanted a female voice or a different look on TV. Well, in that case, ain't much I can do about that, right? You know, then that 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 would be my fear. But other than that, no, I don't. No, I you don't. don't have that fear. I don't. Not anymore. No, I don't. Should it's, I? I mean, are you no, trying I don't to tell? Think, no, what are I don't you telling so, Jerry. me? What, what discussions have you guys had? Is this my four week notice? I just want to make a quick note. Give Jerry three weeks oh, notice. Jesus Christ, case. Does this Jerry, give me in October at least? I want to see what you think of this. So we had Drew Brees scheduled for earlier in the week. Oh, okay. Uh, he was coming on. Uh, you know, these guys, they come on and they have something to plug in addition to them talking of football. Course. 
So he was working with Pepsi, which is a huge sponsor sponsor for the NFL. Right. Well, he blew off all of these radio interviews, television interviews, and Pepsi. Really? That day, yeah. They were very upset with him. He uh, just blew them off. So they went to reschedule them for today, of which I uh, said, no, thank you. We were burned by him. We don't want to do it again. But And I see now he's popping up all over the place today. Do you agree with that uh, blowing off the interview if you were blown off first? Yes, I would not have put him on. You would not, right? No, absolutely not. I love Craig's rule, which for the most part he sticks to. If you don't show up or you're we're done with you. Right. That's it. There's no... No disrespect. This is not Tuscaloosa. You know, this isn't Wyoming. You blow off the number one market in the country? F you. Who needs you? Number one sports station, Jerry. Don't need you. In the number one market. Yeah. I know. I don't disagree morning. with that at all. I don't know. Yeah, See I didn't ya. disagree with that either. But, and by the way, what are you gaining out of having Drew Brees on? Exactly. Nothing. But I did see Drew Brees was on Tiki and Tierney. And I saw they're tweeting out some of his quotes. There's another guy who's everyone hates Roger Goodell. If you're not getting in trouble, why do you worry about Roger Goodell? We've had this conversation off the air. I don't I don't disagree at all with you. I to me it's uh, you know, you're suspended four games for doing marijuana. He sucks. He's the devil. Well, how about you don't do marijuana? Right. It's not legal in football. Well, right. It's not legal anywhere except for a few states. But don't do what you're not supposed to do. Now, I will say, there. I don't even think this is a Goodell thing as much as this is an NFL thing now. I do think there are certain players that play a little more violently than others, like a James Harris, and that feels like he's being picked on. When we're talking about guys on the field that get suspended for illegal hits, especially ones that... Most football fans sit there and throw up their arms and say, what is wrong with that? That's a different issue. But when we're talking about guys in domestic disputes getting suspended, guys getting suspended for drug use or personal conduct for when you're shooting a gun in a garage, whatever, you're, 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 you're at fault. How about this? Don't put him in the position to suspend you. Exactly. And if you don't like his power, then don't sign the deal. I tweeted something like that a little while ago, and the majority of people were against me, saying that Goodell's investigative tactics are bullying and that sort of thing. Well, like, how about Bud like, Selig's investigative tactics on A-Rod, dealing right. with, with criminals trying to get dirt on him? No one seems to hate Bud Selig like that. I just think people, you almost become a voice of what you hear. So if you listen to Joe and Evan... Joe despises Roger Goodell. For what reason? I don't know. I don't know. He hates him. Evan doesn't like him. Many people kick this guy around. He makes $30 million. What a piece of garbage. Who cares? (laughs) Watch your game. Watch your team. Right. And if you listen, I'm looking at a Cowboys team. Now, half the defense is suspended. Is that Roger Goodell's fault that they're a bunch of knuckleheads that can't keep their whatever drug of choice they're using? Is that his fault? I don't blame him for any of that. Come and people on. say, well, what about guys falsely accused? Well, Peyton Manning was falsely accused. He met with Goodell. They did the investigation. See ya. You're free. All good. I, I'm Listen, I'm with you. I don't, I don't know what the deal was with Peyton Manning because I'm not so sure he wasn't on something. What's but the as deal? Boomer even said, he's not playing anymore. Who cares? Who cares? So what are you going to do? Jerry, it sounds like football is your passion. It sounds like you know the players and the teams 
You know their strengths and weaknesses. Hmm. Jerry, why don't you put that knowledge to the test and play for your shot at the $1 million top prize at DraftKings.com? Jerry, it's just part of the $5 million in total prizes they're doling out in the week one contest. Come on. Pretty cool, man. DraftKings.com, the destination for one-week fantasy football. Jerry, you know what fantasy means? Tell me. One-week fantasy? Tell me. It means uh, no season-long commitments, which means no getting stuck with a scrub team, which is why I quit playing fantasy football. Yeah, well, with this, you get to play whenever you want with the players you want. It's kind of like... With DraftKings, I do baseball. You know, what we, you know what we do at baseball? What is that, Jerry? Every day we change the players. It's awesome because one guy stinks one night, so we got to move right. along, take another second baseman the other night. Same thing with football. You don't like the quarterback week one, take a different quarterback week two. It's fantastic. DraftKings is easy, Jerry. You just pick your contest, you draft your players, and then you follow your team live as it's happening. I think it's pretty cool. Or, by the way, you can join an existing league and go head-to-head with friends, co-workers, and fantasy players from all across the country. Yeah, or you can play with just your buddies or your family. I like that. Which you did say that, did you not? I did, yeah. Co-workers you mentioned? No, maybe I didn't. I could have. It's possible. Not sure. Some people say, well, I don't want to play against people I don't know. Well, then you set up your own league against players you do know. And you make it private. Yeah, DraftKings.com. Just head there right now. Choose your players, and you could seriously cash in week one. Use the promo code CHALLENGE and play for free with your first deposit. That's promo code CHALLENGE to play free for your share of the $5 million in total prizes in this week one contest. Only at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Jerry, eligibility restrictions may apply. See their website for details. I have something for you that might be scary for you, Jerry. Let's see where you would fall on this. Hmm. Hershey Park. Yes, I want to go there, Pennsylvania. I've I've never taken the kids there, and they want to go. Is that right? Yes. Now, would you be the type to hop on a uh, roller coaster yourself? Not a chance. Me neither, and this is exactly the reason why. 27 riders were evacuated after a roller coaster there called the Sidewinder uh, got stuck. (laughs) So they had to pull 27 people off a roller coaster. Yeah, that's not good. They were kind of sideways, too, Jerry. Yeah. That I don't like. We go to Great Adventure. Yeah. All right. I do not and cannot comprehend the idea of these people that go on these roller coasters. There's one there. Is it the Joker, I think? Yes, the Joker they have. It looks insane. Yes. And then they have these. Remember remember these have free fall? Yes. And you thought free fall was, Wow. There's now one that would put free fall to friggin' shame. And I look at the lines of people that are trying to get on this. No thanks. I don't know I'm how good. that's good for your body and your brain. Can't be. It can't be. I mean, I you know, I never realized all this concussion stuff that's gone on with the NFL and, and everything. I never realized, like, your brain is just kind of floating in your head. Yeah, it's like floating in liquid. So how are all these sharp, abrasive, and abrupt turns good for it? I don't think it is. I can't get, I will not go on any of those rides. I don't go on anything. That's why I can't go to these amusement parks. Well, you would go on the log flume, would you I would not? go on the log right. flume, so although I took that my drop six-year-old is a little scary. Oh, come on, stop it. No, it's not. The final drop, Jerry? No, it's not. The I think flume? when you were a kid, it looked high. Like the other day, we were there last week, I took my six-year-old on it, and to him, they were like, wow, look, oh my God. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, relax. It's like 30 feet. It's not that big a deal. But you think about when you were young, yes, right. that log flume drop was big. 
Now you look as a, how, you know they have a great adventure too. When was the last time you were there? Uh, many years ago. They have a slingshot, a human slingshot, where you literally they strap you in, and it literally pulls you back like a rubber band and snaps you and just shoots you into the air. Yeah, I don't like those. It is insane. I don't like those slingshots. It rises you up. No, I'm sorry. It doesn't. I'm sorry. I'm calling it a slingshot. But it's That's like not big true. rubber bands. Yes, but what it does is it actually lifts you high in the air and then just drops you. And you're, I mean, you are moving at the speed. Uh, it's unbelievable. And you sit there and watch people. And it's so awesome because you watch them as they're going up. And you can see half the people are like, why did I do this? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What do we do? What do I Get me off. Get me off. And then all of a sudden, you're gone. Yeah, I want no part of that. I mean, either. Well, it's like, what good comes of it? I don't even like that thing down in the Jersey Shore where you get like on uh, those things that kind of look like the ski lifts. And it gives you a ride across the boardwalk. Oh, I don't mind those. That's too high for you me. You don't like those? That doesn't seem like it's on anything. It's just hanging on a cable. It is hanging on a cable. Are they checking those cables for safety? It's funny you say that. I was in a building in Manhattan the other day. I had to go to the only the seventh floor. Not that big a deal. The elevator looked like it was built in 1910. Right. And operated as such. And I'm thinking, who the hell checks these cables? Nobody. Right? And think about it. I almost got stuck last week here. In between, I was uh, the the elevator stopped in between the sixth and the fourth floor, and for a moment, I'm like, what the hell is going on? I was the only one in the elevator. I'm like, and I had I'm doing the meter for the car. I'm like, I can't get stuck. I'm like, I got an update in nine minutes, so I just hit one again, and then it went. But it was weird how it just stopped. Well, these rides, whatever they might be, are we really checking them, or does somebody just go and say, looks good, signs his name and dates it? Yeah, like in the elevator, there is that signature and the certificate that says it's been checked. By who? By how? And I trust places like Hershey Park and Great Adventure because those those are, that's like a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week business. Yes. What I wouldn't trust is getting on those rides at those like okay. church carnivals or things like so, where they just pull up in your neighborhood. We had a church carnival last year. They do yeah, it every year. nothing over there. I went on the uh, Ferris, was that what it called? The Ferris wheel? Yeah. With my six-year-old who loves heights, all good. It stopped the top. I thought the thing was going to blow over. Literally, we were shaking. And I was like, as it started going down, I'm, I'm like waving to the guy. And he's like, can I help him? Like, Get me off this. I'm like, I'm not going back up there because it would have been a few times around. I'm right. like, I'm good. Let's go, Joe, dude. We're getting off. The hell with this. Right. I can't. That's why I can't get stuck at the top of a Ferris wheel. No good. That's not my thing. No, there's a lot of different ways to die. That's not the way. What about a water park? Will you take your kids to a water we park? Go, we go to Hurricane Harbor. Oh, that's next to Great Adventure? Yes. Well, you're going to learn a lot when you have kids, aren't yeah. you? Hurricane Harbor's right next to Great Adventure. It's actually, it's. I'll tell you what, it's really nice. You go in there, see the parking lot's disgusting and dingy. You're driving and it's like, eh. But then you walk through the gates and you could you could mistake it for like a water park in Florida. It's really nice. Some of the attractions, again, I'm out. They have some of those things where you just get on the mat and go. Oh yeah, oh, of course they down do. the. Tubes. I've done a couple of them. I've been in in the tubes. So they have those high things though that are oh, very yeah. very scary. Oh, yes, yeah, they got a lot. They got a, there's one that is just insane. I'm out. They we were watching. I we I was watching a show the other day on well not HGTV but one of those channels, and it was the uh, most insane thrill rides. And one of them was in I want to say the Dominican Republic. I think. I don't think that's not Costa Rica. It was a 200 foot drop, I believe. Six people went up. One had to be kicked because she wouldn't go. The other ones went, and then one, the last one, she refused to do it. 
out. It was straight down. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't get how you don't that. lift off. Right. Not for me. So Plus you're out bag for when that. it comes to uh, high rise. Yeah, me too. And by the way, and you saw, not to be like morbid, but you saw the story a couple weeks ago of that poor kid that got decapitated. The kid on the water slide, he got decapitated on His it. head was cut off? Uh, that's what the reports are, yeah. Well, I don't want that. He was, I think, 12 years old. It's really? Brutal. I mean, just brutal. Just Google it. <laughs> just Google it. Just Google it. What It'll am I going right to Google? Decapitated child? That uh, seems terrible. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, yes. My goodness. Horrible story. Horrible, horrible, horrible hmm. story. So, awful. What else you got planned for the rest of the summer as far as things to do with the kids or well, vacations and that sort of thing? So Gary? we're off next week. We are. Right, so Monday will probably be a Hurricane Harbor Day or a Great Adventure Day or a beach day, something like that, I don't know. A when, local fun attraction. Yeah, so because of my cowboy responsibilities, now I got Columbia starting. I really can't go anywhere. To me, it's a complete waste of a week off for me because I still have to work and do things that week. I, right. I prefer weeks off when you get to go somewhere. So between Monday and Wednesday and Friday, something along the lines of those three things I just told you. We'll probably do each of the three. I don't know when. I think Tuesday we're going to go see the Phillies, Tuesday night rather. I think one of those days we're going to go to a Met game. And I got baseball practice on Thursday, baseball practice on Sunday, and we have hopefully a triple header of a Labor Day tournament on Monday the 5th. Nice. Guaranteed two games. Jerry's summer vacation. I learned this. How do you handle this? All right. So our our team's not great as it is. Your Little League team? I just found out that arguably my best player is leaving to go to a different team next year. Oh, that sucks. Try to uh, really good kid too. Try to uh, up the money. No, 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 no. They're eleven. I'm not oh, paying eleven years them. old. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, I see. I thought they the other, the other team, you know, took them because they offered them more. No, 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 no. You no, don't no. pay. No one's leaguers. offering anything. Oh, these are kids playing oh, baseball. Children, yes. little leagues. Got it. So how can he just pick another team? Well, you can. I mean, there that are. Seems, there are. Let me tell you. So I've learned so much about this. That seems baseball. like right. It's that crazy. seems like it could be. Um, Corruption, where one team grabs all the good players. Oh, uh, you can do that. You can stack a team, sure. But the thing about the league we play in is they try to keep the stack teams with the stack teams. You got to tell the kids on your team time to step up. They're losing a good player. Yeah, well, step your I'm game not, up. I'm not telling them anything. I would, I would love to hear that motivational speech. Step your game up. Who's next up? Which one of you kids? Did you see the uh, the clip? I I had it on my list, and I realized. It aired on ESPN, and they don't let us play any audio, even nice stuff. I know, I know. About the uh, the Little League World Series where the father, who's also the coach, mm-hmm. uh, went out to the mound to talk to his son who was pitching, and he went out there to tell him that he was going to give him, this is your last batter you're yeah. facing, and go right at him. But he went up to him, he goes, I love you as a father and a player or something. Right. This is the very sweet moment. It's great. And I was going to send it to you to play, and I was like, not allowed. Not allowed. Stupid. Really is. Yeah, that was just a nice moment, Jerry. A nice feel-good moment. I got to go. Coming up the oh. warm-up from this morning. See so oh, another uh, 9 or 10 or 12 minutes of us. And then we'll see you tomorrow. It's the Boomer and Carton Warm-Up Show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio. Sort of. All right, what is up? It's Wednesday morning. Uh, Wednesday after the Mets win their third straight game. Yankees won late last night in Seattle, as Harris just told you. But the Mets win a game. You know, it's interesting, Al, because you're watching last night and you get the early home run from Wilmer Flores. And you're thinking, all right, here we go. But then here comes Jonathan Neese, and he goes 0-2 on the first batter. And there's Tommy Pham, I think. 
And then he walks him on four straight pitches. Next thing you know, a few batters in. He's out of the game with his knee injury. And then you get Gazelman that comes in. And just an interesting, odd night. And the catch by Cespedes was pretty cool. But uh, they do get a win that they had to have. And this Gazelman gets the win for having pitched like three innings. Three and two-thirds. I just Correct. like that we the Mets have have to have in Major League Baseball, the most long-haired pitchers. Yes, he looks like uh, Syndergaard and DeGrom now with the way right. the hair is flowing through the hat. No I didn't know that was it. still a look. I feel like that's only a look in baseball. No, it's only a look in the Met locker room, apparently. In the Met locker room. Yeah. In the Met bullpen area where the pitchers hang out, all long-haired Hippies, would I say? <laughs> no, I don't think you'd call them a hippie. Did I don't you think see, so. Uh, yesterday, <laughs> SNY, speaking of long-haired guys, uh, SNY yesterday put out a photo of Gary Cohen. What was that? I don't know, but he looked like he was a member of the Allman Brothers. So that had to have been Gary Cohen in the 70s or something? In the 70s or 80s, it was. He he really looks like Greg Allman. He I had thought he long looked hair. Like, really, I thought he looked like the, um, the guy from the Geico commercials. The Caveman? Yes. <laughs> Which, well, by the way, similar. have you seen that new commercial? With Caveman? With the Caveman from Geico, with the girls that are in a bar. He looks like he's shooting pool. There's a TV above him. And they think he's wearing a DeGrom jersey. And they think it's Jacob DeGrom. And then he turns around. Not quite. Oh, because of his hairy kind of uh, thing. No, I've not seen that. i got to check that out, Jerry. That's what he looks like, though. I like just the long-haired Mets pitchers now. That's a new look. I was very annoyed and angry at Jonathan Neese for that. Why? Because we this knew is going such a in. Big, big series for the Mets. Hold on. We knew so going annoying. in. We knew going into the game. It was a feature in the pregame that his knee was bothering him. He was going to give it a go. So that was, I think they were on alert. They were ready for it. That having been said, you had a little bit better than a third of an inning. Yeah, that's embarrassing. By the way, why don't you try and grow your hair out? Because I'm bald. Oh. And I can't grow my hair out. Uh, I see this Josh Norman, Jerry, is still this talking. This guy's something. Yeah, I don't like him. And he now says, he essentially is saying that there's a hit out for Odell Beckham He's, Jr. Yeah. He said there have been other players in the league that have told him that. So if I'm Roger Goodell, and I know all the players hate Roger Goodell, so yeah. I would do it even more so because of that, this guy's got to be pulled into the office. Well, he's a dog, though, according to Josh Norman. Who's a dog? Goodell. Goodell's a dog? Did you, did you read the story? Yes. He called him a dog in a suit. Yeah. So I would say, okay, meeting time. What do you know about guys putting a hit on Beckham? And if I'm the Giants or whoever can complain to this, every every guy that touches him in a game, Odell catches the ball across the middle, somebody hits him, I'd be like, <laughs> send it to the league. Yeah, send it to the league. <laughs> you know what? You have to. You can do that. The other thing, too, about Josh Norman, and I don't know that this will get much play, but in the article... I read the whole thing. They He was kind of touring like these soccer teams, and he was with other players or something. And one of the players, the international players, had asked him, what is up with your officiating with your NFL games? And he says, oh, they're, they're basically in cahoots with the mob. How do you say that and have not get punished for something like that? I hope this guy gets burned every game. Well, you know what? Teams are going to go after him, I would think. Is the rest of, you're a big uh, uh, NFC uh, guy, Jerry. Is the rest of that defense good for the Redskins? I, well, so, I we mean, don't I, know yet. The Redskins on paper, year in and year out, with the exception of a couple, look like a good team. Now, they, they were good last year, so I'm not saying that they weren't. They won the division last year, but they've had more bad years than good with good talent. Do they have talent? Yeah. Are they going to put it together this year? I don't know. But I do think you're right. I think teams will go after Josh Norman, especially when he called himself. One of the players had asked him in the article, do you think you're the best cornerback in the league? He goes, league? I'm the best cornerback on planet Earth. Like, well, on. that would be 
Right. If you're the best in the league, you're the best on the planet. Unless there's Earth. someone in the CFL that's better than you. Right. So stupid. And did you see this one, Jerry? Tom Brady does not have enough money. He is now selling uh, nuts. Well, wait a minute. Hold and on. selling out nuts. Hold on a second. The idea that he's got a business on the side is just fine. We know a lot of people that make a lot of money that have a lot of businesses on the side. So that's okay. That's fine. The interesting thing about this and the way the story is being presented is how expensive Tom Brady's nuts are. And why is it not called Tom Brady's Nuts? Uh, I don't know. I think it's for his organization. TB12. Yeah, I think they sell him through that. I don't know if it's his company, his organization, whatever yeah. it is. And it's $50. And what do you get? Eight bags of nuts or something like that? Yeah, he's also selling not only nuts, but like those um, health bars. Health right. squares or whatever. The energy squares. Exactly. And if you and you're one that you buy these all the time. Oh, I'm a big energy square guy, well, You see how much money these are in the store. So yes. I don't know why we're nuts over his nuts. Because people are buying Tom Brady's nuts just because it's Tom well, Brady. Well, yeah, but don't you – hold on a second, though. Don't you buy – if you go into a store and you see Coca-Cola or you see whatever, you know, store brand cola, don't you just buy Coca-Cola because you know it? Yes. All right, well, you see Tom Brady, you're so a like fan of his, were, why wouldn't you buy it? So you're telling me if I went into the store and there were Tom Brady's nuts – or Mark if you're Sanchez nuts for fan, for sale. Right. I would go Tom Brady's nuts. You probably would. I would. Although you like Sanchez, but and, that, the point is, if you're a Patriots fan, why wouldn't you do that? And they've sold out right now, Jerry. If you want a bag of Tom Brady's nuts, no good. No good. But there will be a new shipment coming in. Well, of course. Oh, do, but, but do you think the price that they're making that big of a deal 50 is fifty bucks? No, because that's what anything that's perceived to be like a healthy right. thing. And his is all because with his wife, and good for them. They eat very healthy. There's vegan, non-gluten, all that stuff. Non-gluten. And you go to Whole Foods all the time. It's expensive in there. Yeah, if you want something that's labeled organic, non-GMO, right? that's expensive, Jerry. Well, exactly. If you go to the store, like if I go to, to pick up vegetables or something, you see the regular ones and you see the organic ones. You're almost paying not, not quite double, but almost. Let me ask you this question on that when you go food shopping. If you buy like a sweet potato... Right, or, or you buy the organic one? Yes. Do you think the kid at the register knows whether you got the organic one or the cheapo one? Well, he better because there's usually a sticker on it that oh, tells you is? which one it is. <laughs> yes. I thought it was up to the kids at the <laughs> no, counter going. This kind of looks organic. No, and by the way, you should keep an eye on what you're buying. Actually, you know what? You don't have to buy organic cherry bananas. They have a protective skin. Well, I don't buy anything. Uh, organic. Oh, you don't? No, too too much money. And one other thing on football, by the way, so Des Bryant's going to miss. Um, the Seahawks game tomorrow night because he got a concussion and practice on Monday. And I love the way you look at the articles. Des Bryant's out for the rest of the preseason. Yes. Okay, Des Bryant's missing tomorrow. He was never playing in the fourth one anyway. Probably would have been fine next week. And I also saw Jerry. He's very angry at his Madden rating. Yes and no. He came out on Twitter yesterday joking around about it. He's a yes, 90. He put the comments out there and then... Very quick, quickly was like, can we not have fun with anything anymore? You know, everything we write on Twitter or say is not always, you know, written in stone. He was having a, it was a joke. Oh, and I saw joke. Madden responded to him as well. So I don't see I don't play video games. Okay. So Von Miller's the only one that's got the perfect rating. A 99 rating is perfect. Why would he have a perfect rating? I'm not sure. Okay. So you don't play video games either. I don't play video games, but I'm aware of the rating system for them. I don't know why they would make him a perfect guy other than he's their new spokesman. So oh, well, that makes they sense. They probably jumped him up. What would a guy like Tom Brady's rating be? Any idea? Like, would he be close to a 99? He'd probably be a 90 because he's older now. 
Hmm. He can't move around, so he probably loses some points for not being a mobile quarterback, Jerry. So we have no idea what warrants a perfect rating, actually, is what we're saying. Uh, no, it's it something to do with your reputation as well as your popularity and, affiliation. and how good you are. Apparently. But they had like like six or seven receivers rated ahead of Des Bryant. Well, you know what? He's had a lot of injuries, so hopefully he stays healthy. He can be a 99. We'll take All a right. quick break. Boomer and Carton coming up in a moment on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. All right, if you're just waking up, Mets beat the Cardinals last night 7-4. to four. Wilmer Flores, a home run. Jose Reyes had a big night. Three hits, an RBI single in the second as well, though Jonathan Nice only went a third of an inning because of the knee. Yankees beat the Mariners last night, uh, late last night in Seattle 5-1. to one. Ronald Torres had himself a good night. Jacoby Ellsbury, a two-run homer in the fifth. The Yankees don't make up any ground, though, because pretty much everybody in front of them did win last night. And, Jerry, there's controversy in Philadelphia sports radio. I saw this, and I don't quite understand it, but I did see the story. The Mike Missinelli Show, I guess, has a caller, Dwayne from uh, Swedesboro, who right. calls a lot. It uh, turns out it was their producer uh, doing a, a character. You know, doing there's a lot of that going like around that. here on the radio. Now, for a while, I people... I used to call in to Tony Page all the time, and people thought that was a problem. For a while, people thought Jerry was Omar from Brooklyn, but that that is not Jerry. That's Jerry a real who? caller. Jerry Recco is here. Jerry Recco does voices yeah. now. Like Craig does the, does a character. This one. This is the old guy character. The old guy. That's not a real person. Despite the fact that a lot of people don't like it. <laughs> I like it. Putting um, your family. <laughs> my family hates it, by the way. But they always want to laugh. There's always that one great old guy line that they laugh about. I'm like, my balls are wrinkling. <laughs> <laughs> all right, with that, we got to go. They're next. Boomer and Carton on the fan. Listen to Boomer and Carton mornings from I 6 mean, to 10. Beningo and Roberts middays 10 to 1. And Mike Francesa afternoons 1 to 6.30. Or catch their show podcasts anytime at play.it. Powered by your flagship station for New York sports. The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, WFAN and WFAN-FM, New York.